I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Paul Dano plays a young novelist in Ruby Sparks, which was directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Farris. They did Little Miss Sunshine. The novelist's name is Calvin, and he writes on an Olympia portable typewriter, or doesn't write, since he's not only a Luddite, but a blocked Luddite. He hasn't published since he dropped out of high school and wrote a classic American novel. A lot of the film is enchanting and hilarious. It evokes Pygmalion, Pinocchio, or the secret life of Walter Mitty, because Calvin has a sudden burst of creativity and discovers that he's writing the girl of his dreams into real life. Ruby is played delightfully by Zoe Kazan, who wrote the script. But the story also reminded me of an old New Yorker cartoon— in which a boy and girl in ancient Greece sit on the bank of a stream, the boy gazing at his reflection in the water, and the girl saying worriedly, tell me, Narcissus, is there someone else? Rather than a fantasist, Calvin is a narcissist, and his hermetic self-involvement limits the enchantment. None of that matters at the outset. Zoe Kazan's quirky, kooky ruby could be the girl of anyone's dreams, And her beautifully free performance finds its polar opposite in the tight, anguished passion that Paul Dano does so well. What's good in the film is so good that you want the whole thing to be perfect, but Ruby Sparks is a closed system that gradually turns in on itself. There isn't enough of someone else. Matthew McGonaghy was a vital and impressive presence a few weeks ago as a Tampa nightclub owner in Magic Mike. In Killer Joe, he struts and preens and exercises his wonderful voice as a Texas police detective and psychocontract killer. This time, though, he's got dead eyes, and William Friedkin's NC-17 rated bloodbath has a dead soul. Friedkin directed two terrific films a very long time ago. The French Connection in 1971, followed two years later by The Exorcist, So there are still those who'll try to elevate his latest work to the status of black comedy and go on about its cinematic virtues. There's something to that, but very little. Killer Joe is basically ugly and vile, not to mention dumb and clumsy. It's about a hapless young son's hiring of a hitman to kill his mother, and the action unfolds at a plodding pace when it isn't exploding into spasms of hyperviolence. In an interview last week on National Public Radio, the director said he hopes one day to make a film that will be mentioned in the same breath as Citizen Kane. I think I can help him with that right now. It's hard to comprehend how the medium that gave us Citizen Kane could produce a piece of trash like Killer Joe. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.